right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. This just happened before I logged in. I've, I've been meaning to... It's, it's nothing important. I've just been meaning to bounce this off you for a couple of weeks just because it's very stupid, and I, I thought you, you might have a take on it. Uh, I have a Twitter follower. I'm not going to – I don't know if they listen. I'm, I'm, if you do listen, I'm not really making fun of you, but I, don't, I suspect that nobody listens to us, so I'm just going to say it. Um, whenever I perform at a comedy club, like I, I send out a couple tweets like, hey, I'm performing at this comedy club this weekend. Come see me if you're in the area. Yeah. This Twitter follower always likes those tweets – like a week or two weeks after I'm at that comedy club. And it just happened. Like I just logged on to Twitter as I was. Well, then they're, they're one of up. our only listeners. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why would you assume that that's the one person I would assume out of anybody uh, in, in our social media realms uh, is just listening every time, all the time. He's got voodoo dolls of us, man. So, but why wait over, I just, I guess I don't understand why that listener that looks at this thing that says, oh, hey, he was at that comedy club two weeks ago. I'm going to like that tweet two weeks in the past. Listen, man, why do serial killers do most things? Uh, why <laughs> you went every dark fast? Why did <laughs> Buffalo Bill tuck his balls in between his legs during goodbye horses? They could just kill him quickly and efficiently and bury the bodies. They like to like comedy shows from weeks ago. That's, you know, he's going to be the... Uh, You're saying I'm overthinking this. <laughs> yes. Or that, and that, that I, this guy is possibly a serial killer. And that he's definitely listening. What's wrong that, with you? Why would that you I shouldn't a bring serial it up. killer? <laughs> serial killer, if you're listening. Uh, I just want you to know that uh, I... Uh, not making fun of you liking Nathan's post. I think you should do it. You know what I mean? I think you should like all of his posts. Two from weeks, weeks late. ago, years oh, ago. Yeah. Keep doing it. Know that I'm on your side, serial <laughs> killer. Know if there's one person uh, on this podcast that should live. It's definitely, it's definitely <laughs> this guy. Right. Well, here. you'll be harder to find too, because New York City, you could just be anywhere. Me, Iowa. There are like five of us here. Yeah, that's true. Hey. It's really. I feel like it's got to be easier to be a serial killer in the Midwest. Well, out here you can kind of blend a little bit, but ah, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, I think it's it's now that now that we're now with all the cameras, I think it's going to be easier in the Midwest. Back before yeah. everything was being taped here, more places um, to hide bodies. Yeah, you throw it yeah. into a cornfield. It won't be found until harvest time. Right, right. I mean, it, you, there used to be like you could hide the bodies within the filth here. I mean, because there was just whole buildings that weren't being used because they were just run down and fucked up. And, well, did you watch you know, back in the 70s, 80s. The Wire? Um, I did a long time ago. I, I didn't make it through all the seasons. I, I think I did like one through three, I want to say. I think I think by three you would have seen them hiding bodies in buildings. That's what they did with all the boarded oh, up buildings. Oh, yeah, right. They would, just take the, they would take the city boarding down, throw a body in, and then just – because there's that scene where uh, the girl goes to buy a, a nail gun at a hardware store, and she just gives the guy, you know, the, 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 the vest guy cash in the aisle. He's like, no, no, take it up front. And she's like, no, no, here, what is it, 300 bucks? Here, here's five. Yeah. You, you know, here's, here's a couple <laughs> extra hundred for you. And he's just sitting there like, uh, and she just walks off. Because, yeah, they, they, would, uh, they would. I remember that episode. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. Actually, that, um, that does make me think of something me and my girlfriend just watched. This is going to make us sound like serial killers, but. We just watched the Iceman interviews. Have you ever seen those by any chance? The Iceman interviews? You know what I'm talking about? No, I do not. 
So there was this uh, mobster hitman guy. I, I saw one or two of them like when I was a kid, when I was pretty young. Um, but he was a, a so is this a guy... like an Al Capone era mobster or no no um, he's still alive he's he's oh, in okay. jail now this was like eighties and I think early nineties um, but he was a hitman like in New Jersey and New York yeah yeah and he he basically he wasn't one of those guys where he was born in and he's a made guy and this and that like he was just a guy that mobsters found who was like, wow, you're a sick, ruthless son of a bitch with screws missing. You want to kill people for us for money? (laughs) Kind of like Dexter. They just sort of, Dexter's dad trained him. Well, no, Dexter's dad trained him to kill evil, so these guys just found someone that'll kill and say, all right, you're not a mobster, but, you know, by honorary, by proxy, 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 we'll make you one. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, but without the um, whole... Well, at least I'm only killing bad guys. Like, right, right. I'm, he would just no moral code. I'm just saying at bars for no. I'm saying someone reason. trained him, or they not trained him. They just like they found a use for him. Dexter's sure. dad found a use for him. Like, all right, you yeah. can kill criminals. The mobster said, "All right, well, we found a use for you. You can kill our enemies for cash." Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what he would do. But they they have this guy, and he's killed over the years. I mean, uh, anywhere between one and two hundred people. Right? He doesn't know he lost track, or he's not talking. He doesn't know. No, he talks. He talks in great deal. That's what these oh, yeah, interviews you just said, are. It's the interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. and he just casually. Is this on fucking, Netflix? Um, HBO. Okay. You might be, I think you can find one on Netflix. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but you should be able to find them on YouTube. The first one was like from the '90s, and then they have other ones from like the early 2Ks. But there's there's I think three in total. But it's just him casually going into how he would kill people. And get rid of him. Like, he's already, he's serving, like, three consecutive life sentences in New Jersey. Like, he's never getting out of there. Fucking never. And so he's just like, yeah, this is what I did. Um, I, uh, it, it never made me feel good. Never made me feel bad. Never made me feel anything. And I got a sixth grade education. It was this or McDonald's. And um, so I just did this. <laughs> and, I, I mean, it's, it's just uh, so casual. It's got to pay better yeah. than McDonald's. It absolutely did, man. He he made a very successful living at it for a while. How'd they catch him? It. Um, basically, an undercover cop hired him to kill somebody. And plus, they they he he started his own little kind of crime oh, ring on the side. Where business, he, was, he, he became an entrepreneur. Yeah, instead of yeah, just taking the yeah. mob money, he set up like a <laughs> ad in the back of a magazine. Like, hey, got a problem? I'm the solution. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't just. I mean, like he, you know, he started. Uh, uh, like selling drugs on the side, and he, he he ended up getting people that worked for him. But he got paranoid at one point and started killing off anybody that had any kind of link to him. <laughs> and so that's sort Jesus of how he, you know, is they were like, oh well, these all seem to these guys all seem to be working with this guy, right? And right, they're ending right. up dead. And he he just got started getting careless. But it was like in his fifties, man. He the had like a family that didn't know what the fuck he was up a to. Pattern. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. But they called him the Iceman. I always um, assumed it was because he was cold as ice, right? Like, it was hacky. No, what he would do to throw authorities off sometimes is he would take a body, put it in a deep freeze for, like, months, sometimes years, and then put it in the woods later just to confuse them about the time of death. Wow. That's pretty goddamn clever, actually. Yeah, it really is. But he, uh, he got sloppy on one of them. He didn't let it thaw out enough. So when they autopsied it, they cut it open and they were like, something's weird. 
the entire inside middle of this body is fucking frozen. Like it's a hunk of beef or something that just came out of the freezer. And, yeah. and great. Now this guy is liking my tweets two weeks after the fact, uh, two weeks after the fact. I like that I just told your stalker uh, like a million fucking ways. Like we've just been doing nothing but telling your stalker ways that people successfully got away with killing people. They just got sloppy at the end. Like, I mean, back when he was just killing random comedians off of Twitter or whatever, like he got away with that, doing all the things that we described. Random I mean, he used comedians. To... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Not, not anybody good, sure. <laughs> you know, just the Nathan Tibbles of the 80s, right? I mean, he was fucking killing those guys off left and right. But no, yeah, he used to put people in those those crazy, like, um, those blue barrels, basically, basically the same ones that, uh, you know, they did in The Wire and Breaking Bad and stuff. But Yeah, so, uh, say, Stalker, please don't kill Nathan, but definitely, definitely don't kill me. Oh, I want to say this is going to make you sound like serial killer because you watch that, but it's not you; it's everyone. This this serial killer shit is huge business. It's yeah that and making a murderer type shit where they're everyone's trying. They're they're like three huge podcasts or documentary things. Well, that now. shit was a little bit different. Those no, no, I'm saying yeah, there, there are three big ones. There are serial killers. There are there are innocent people in jail or guilty people in jail or and yeah. unsolved murders. Like those are the three huge. Like yeah. we have this 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 fixation with all sides of a crime. Oh, and I normally don't get into those. I, I get into like the the serial stuff and the making a murder because that's more about the judicial system and just the fucking the, the legal technicalities of it. This one is just a crazy man talking about how he killed people. And I normally am not into that kind of shit, and my girlfriend's not, but we were watching this other documentary that kind of reminded me of it. And we just, I always just like, I, I just want to show you a clip of this guy because it's one of the most chilling interviews I've ever seen. And you start listening to him, and it's almost captivating because the man is so just casual about the way he talks about it. And I, I mean, it's just such a casual thing where. I mean, he doesn't mind telling you any of this shit because he knows he's never getting out of prison. And, like, they got him for enough of them that it's like, oh, if they got you red-handed doing 11 murders, you might as well tell them about the other 150 because you're, <laughs> ne- you're never fucking getting out. Like, he, he knew. he's like, yeah, I'm never getting – fuck it. Here it is. And, and he feels nothing about it. Like, there's something just kind of – some shit that doesn't click in his head to where he's like, this is as casual for me as cooking a fucking steak, you know? Well, this is this is why we should have Bill Cosby somewhere out there listening to our podcast because of what you just said. So, like, Bill, when they catch you for those three rapes, you might as well just give it up on the other 27. Quit quit, <laughs> quit hiding it. Quit uh, denying it. Once they, yeah. once they finally nail you on three, just give up the other 27. Give those uh, ladies some peace of mind. To, to stop, uh, stop treating them like shit. Stop making them uh, fight for their uh, the rights of their past. And also, Bill, while we're on, uh, on I'm going to get more on the legal advice for you here. Uh, when you sued seven of them for, for or seven or eight of them for, for uh, slander, shit, yeah. for slander um, you were accused by over 50. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> it kind of makes you look a little more guilty when you go, listen, these these seven, eight women, uh, they said things <laughs> that weren't true. They said I did things that I didn't do to them. You know, Cosby, you were accused by over 50. Yeah, well, those seven were lying. God damn it. I'm not letting them get away with this. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Don't you either got to sue all 50 of them 
or none of them at all, dude. That's yeah. the way you got to go with that. And I, I'm not even a lawyer, but I know that's true. The fact that your lawyer told you otherwise makes me think that uh, he's playing for the other side. I think there's a rat in the house, Bill. I think that's, you need to fucking clean out your legal team. That's uh, You're not a lawyer. That's just math. That's just, that's just straightforward. Yeah. That's basic math. That's not even algebra, calculus, or some of that difficult college shit. That's basic math. That's addition and subtraction. I could take an inbred man from Alabama and beat him in the head with his own banjo for a half an hour and ask him if what you did was a good idea. He would say no, Bill. He would say no. He'd be like, hell no. No, tell the Cosby not to do that. No, tell him. Tell him I need to sue all of them or none of them. That's what he would say. That's funny. So I've, I've been uh, told by my wife to keep it down. Uh, my son has already wandered out of his room once because um, we're doing this right after I put my kids to bed. And um, this has nothing to do with anything, but several months ago, my wife uh, went on a trip, a business trip. And so I had to take care of the kids on my own and tuck them in and all that. And while well, she sings like, uh, uh, what are they song? uh, songs? Um, what are bedtime songs, I guess, is there, the, the, to them. And, uh, <laughs> Lullabies. Lullaby, thank you. That's, that's the fucking word I couldn't think of. Bedtime songs. Uh, you, you know, well, what is a sleepy serenade? <laughs> that's actually a good name, sleepy stare serenade. I like that. I couldn't yeah. fucking think of lullaby. So I, it's my turn to sing, and like my son is demanding I sing to him, and I don't know any goddamn lullabies. So I would sing him uh, police tunes, and so I've been doing that for him ever since then. And the whole point I'm trying to make here is. Um, <laughs> He's he's almost. Three I like years the old. idea of you riffing uh, lullaby music because you only know the tone. It's a rock of ice something. I go to sleep. I just <laughs> got home with a six pack to drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, even worse. That's where I'm leading to. Is so my son knows all the words to these songs now, and the last one I sing to him is "Can't Stand Losing You" by the Police. And there, I got to tell you, there is nothing. I don't know if it's more uh, funny or more alarming to have an almost three-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old singing uh, the end verse where he's like, I guess you call it suicide, but I'm too full to swallow my pride. So he's like singing a line about suicide back at me as I sing it to him. But Well, at least you you picked one of the non-creepy... fucking like early Sting police songs to... You know, you... You could have taught him the one that's about it's a romance song about the teacher trying to fuck his student. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, don't stand so yeah. close to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that would be a weird one to hear a kid sing for his first word. You know, I think they all are because you know he sings Roxanne. He knows that one. He doesn't realize it's about a prostitute, but he knows that's it. That's true. Well, I mean, I can handle I can handle the prostitute one, right? The one where he's talking about stalking, uh, and the one where he's talking about the teacher fucking his student. And not a female teacher banging a male student, which we've discussed before. It's not nearly as bad. Oh, no, um, no. yeah, he's, he's yeah. doing straightforward. He, well, he even mentions uh, Lolita and Nabokov in there, the, the, the ugh, yuck, yeah. Oh, yeah, and if you listen to the, the long, um, unedited version of that Sting song, he gets really specific. He, he, he says his alias used to be um, a, a guy named Joe Thompson, used to teach at North Valley High in wisconsin like it gets fuck i'm like dude why are you putting this in the song like you're gonna go to jail sting but well, he made they it played catchy, for the though. courts and they, they were like catchy. dude this sounds too good you want to lock up a man that sounds as good he's gonna quit exactly. making records if he's in jail fuck that case dismissed that's what they said 
Speaking of case dismissed, the reason I wanted to tell the, the that thing about my kid knowing that song is because I wanted to segue into uh, suicide, everybody's favorite topic. Um, you know, I forgot to look up the actual name of the show, so I should do that right quick. Uh, we should inform that neither you nor I... Uh, it's, yeah, it's called 13 Reasons Why. Neither you or I have seen this show, correct? You haven't seen 13 Reasons Why? No, no, I, I was going to look it up. I've been crazy busy this week. I, I haven't I haven't had time to do it. The only reason I know about it is because it's exploding on social media. And every post I see, so it's this Netflix series um, about suicide. And I don't know much beyond that. But all I know is the social media posts I have been seeing are saying... We need to get this show off the air. It's going to cause kids to commit suicide. We need to get this show canceled. We need to protest the show. And it's just funny to me how that's still a knee-jerk reaction to everything. Because when I was a kid, it was heavy metal music. They took the band Judas Priest to court. And uh, Ozzy Osbourne got into trouble. They kept saying, oh, if you listen to heavy metal music, you're going to commit suicide. And now they're saying it's this TV show. And it's amazing that here we are from 80s, 90, 2000, 2030, over 30 years later, and people still try and blame the outside source, and they don't just say, hey, maybe it's shitty parenting, maybe these kids have a shitty home life, and sure, the TV show can put someone, it can be the straw that broke the camel's back, but no right. normal kid is just going to watch a TV show and go, hey, I should do that, I should kill myself, or listen to heavy metal. It, it's going to be like one of a number of reasons, but... It's it's not the end all be all. Yeah, right? he he wasn't on his way to you know, uh, wife and scholarship three kids and at Harvard, picket fences yeah. and a scholarship at Harvard, and then oh, what's this TV show all about? Ah, fuck this, you know. Yeah, that's it's not really what happens. But see, what what I'm looking forward to because yeah, you're right. They're they're, they're never gonna stop doing that. I mean, I, I think if anything, it's gonna get worse because it's all about now. Like, oh no, don't. Don't punish my kids. Give them all a trophy. It's the rest of the world's fault, not my kids' fault. I, I, I'm surprised there's not more people suing over, you know, that this other external thing caused my kid to fucking kill himself, you know, especially when that external thing is a major form of entertainment that makes more money than, well, say the shitty parent who didn't do a good job raising the kid and is actually to blame. No, 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 no. It's it's the fucking it's it's the people at uh, Sony for making the game that you, you know whatever. So that's 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 why they do that shit. But what I think is going to get interesting is as we you know trudge on into the future and and get further along with technology and forms of entertainment, forms of media, you're going to still see parents suing forms of entertainment for causing their kids to commit suicide. But it's going to get fucking bizarre, man. They're going to be suing like touchscreen games you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean my kid never would have done that but you convinced him that he could fucking earn tokens for putting more gashes <laughs> in his wrist <laughs> like in the game token wrist slasher and and he never would have done it if you didn't have the game where you held the phone over your wrist and and you swiped and you swiped and it was a little razor on the screen and god damn it he would be, he'd still be alive today if you didn't make it seem so fun with your in-app purchases and your 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 your, your brainwashing to, to suicide. Well, and I guess 
the thing that makes the least sense about these lawsuits is Judas Priest said it in court. I watched the documentary, um, and it's not as popular as it should be. It's not a great documentary, but it is interesting in that when they went to court, Judas Priest said, why would we put subliminal messages in our albums that tell people to kill themselves? Those are our fans. They buy our shit. If we don't have fans, <laughs> we don't make money. It's like they, 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 right. they didn't say it that cut and dry and cold, but seriously, like this this Netflix show, like, hey, everybody, kill yourself. Oh, we're canceled. There's no season two. Shit, bad marketing. Like, that makes no sense. Do you think maybe, um, and I'm just going to throw this out there, maybe, maybe Netflix didn't put the show on Netflix. This is going to get weird. But um, maybe, maybe nature and the planet Earth oh. put that in there kind of weeds some of us out because the thing is is uh in in nature your slowest and your dumbest ones in the herd they get fucking eaten man they get you know they get torn down by a pack of wolves they get they get jumped on by a tiger they get they get fucked up you know the ones that are just so lazy that they're gonna do the equivalent in nature of you know binge watching a thousand seasons in a row of just shit on netflix that's the one that just wants to hang out by the watering hole. Everyone else is up and moving because it's it's uh, it's it's lion mating season or whatever, and so they're extra hungry because they've been horny and you know. So let's just run. Nah, I'm gonna stay here and get high and look at the frogs in the water while I drink wine. Dead, you know. Um, we don't really. We found a society that's easy enough as far as not getting eaten by predators. Not, that our, our weakest ones don't really fucking die off by doing shit like that. And not only that, yeah. they, 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 the weakest ones, they file lawsuits, and that's why we have do not use toaster in bathtub. Do not. Oh, like, yeah. Because of warning labels, because our dumbest, uh, someone you know, fucks up and does something really incredibly stupid. Absolutely. And then the, then the family sues and says, oh, you didn't tell me that I shouldn't use this, uh, you know, fucking whatever while driving my car. You didn't tell me that I shouldn't plug my hair dryer into the cigarette outlet and, you know, be looking in the mirror and blow drying my hair while driving a car. I'm going to sue. And right. So- that's the new gold rush, man. That's, that's the new gold rush. That's, you, you know how, remember the movie Titanic? Yeah, yeah, I only saw it long once, and out and- but I, I saw it in the theater, and I remember yeah. I saw it opening day, because I like Jim Cameron from, you know, Aliens and his good movies. Right. So I go see Titanic, and I walked out of the theater on that Friday and went, oh, that wasn't very good. And, like, you know, right after that, it was Titanic, the biggest movie of all time. And I just remember going, what right. the fuck It was just I- too long, man. Yeah, was just- I mean, if they, they would have just fucking, you know, cut like 45 minutes out, I think it would have been a good movie. Well, to me, part hey, of way, it was, the only I, I wanted up, both the kids how, to um, die, is what I'm saying. Like, the, the two people I hate the most are the main characters. Yeah, yeah. It, I just wanted to see the fucking boat break. You know what I mean? Like, this, this is really all we wanted to see. They could have just cut to that shit. Anyway, um, so the reason you brought it up, sorry I interrupted. Yeah. You remember how there's that scene where, uh, I mean, they're just kind of hanging out at dinner and you have all these, you know, rich people in tuxedos and it's in a developing nation, like during the industrial age, you know, and uh, they're asking, well, how, how did you get rich enough to be able to afford a ticket on the most expensive cruise in the world? Well, what I did is uh, railroad money. I uh, made a railroad going from here to there. And this other guy, well, coal, yes, I, uh, you know, I found a place with lots of coal mines. And I, just, I think, like, our future, you know, rich people sitting around the Titanic, 
is just going to be like, how did you afford your millions of dollars? Oh, I stuck my cock in a toaster. There wasn't a sign on the side of the toaster that said not to stick my dick inside of it. I was on a lot of ecstasy, you understand? So it's easy to make that kind of mistake. Anyway, I sued them for $4.4 billion. We settled out of court for $35 million, But that's, you know, and then I invested it in um, toasters because that company went under and they needed another company that had... Uh, you know, don't stick your cock in the toaster on the side of all of them. And now I'm, now I'm a billionaire. And that's it's going to be all their stories, man. How did you become a millionaire? Well, I was on a United Airlines flight and they said I needed to get off. But I sat there like a fucking petulant man, baby. And then I sued. Well, you know, there's certain, some of them on there are going to be heroes of us all. You know what I mean? Some are going to be men of the people. You know, it's really working class heroes. <laughs> Kind of uh, like a Johnny Appleseed <coughs> or a <laughs> Davy Crockett, maybe. I don't hey, know. Davy Crockett, yeah, Doctor <laughs> Doctor Davy, whatever the fuck his last David name. Dow Crockett, <laughs> Doctor Davy Crockett, <laughs> David Dow Crockett. <laughs> no, that's a lawsuit that just got filed. There's a class action lawsuit, and I am not sure how I feel about this one. Um, I, I am I am absolutely torn. Because I understand that what happened was wrong, and yes, they have a right to sue, but at the same time, I'd love to see them get fucked over and not get any money. What I'm talking about is the Fire Festival, Fire Island, whatever it is, that music festival. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've heard of it. I, there, okay, I, there's I, a I class action about. lawsuit now against John Rule and a couple of... So what do you know about Fire Island, what, or Fire Festival, whatever it's called? I, I just know it's a big musical festival. People that go there, they party. There. Very, very little. Um, oh, you know nothing. With you know ja Rule. nothing. Yeah, okay, here's really? here, here's what happened. So, Fire Island, yeah, I, I could be way off. I, no, I could, you're right, I, but you're wrong. I'm thinking like a spring, spring break you, you spot. Are, but yes. I, I heard Ja Rule sold some tickets for something that didn't happen. I, I That's don't know it. the details. Yeah, okay, so. so here's what happened is uh, a year ago they started hyping this thing up. Coming next year, <laughs> Fire Festival, we're going to have Ja Rule and Blink-182, you buy these $1,000 to $12,000 tickets, and you can go down there and be on a yacht and be put in private lodging and have catering, and it's beautiful and absolute disaster. And they a got, mermaid sucks they, your cock. You didn't exactly. think they were real. Huh? Only what for they the got. rich and famous. And so these rich, spoiled millennials... Uh, all bought these tickets from 1000 to 12000 and I've heard even higher, you know, like $50,000. So they bought tickets, and they got there, and they have pictures, literal um, United Nations, um, like a disaster relief tents. That was the lodging, not private barracks, not these luxury homes, but tents. And they got like, they took pictures of sandwiches, and that was it, just like a bread sandwich with cheese. Um, there was nothing. There was no stage. There was, they had wild animals running around. The, this, this <laughs> island is so underdeveloped, wild dogs running around, is so underdeveloped that they took pictures, these people with their cell phones before they died. Uh, the, the airline, these little small flights flew in. Wait, and people they, died down there doing this? Show? No, they didn't die, but the airline, oh, yeah. I said the airline. Uh, oh, the airline. They threw, okay. their, they threw the bags on the back of a truck. And then oh, just threw them off that. the truck. I thought you meant before the people died. And I was oh. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the, 
You don't know how you feel about this? What do you? <laughs> well, and then kind of shitty, man. so they threw uh, the bags off the back of the truck. Not even you know, no tags, no like, hey, I'm looking for you know Bob Smith. Who's Bob Smith? Just throwing the just like fucking free for all. And then uh, when the the government officials started realizing what was going on, they they shut down the airport. They didn't have enough. It's not like Vegas where there's a plane leaving every hour or every 20 minutes. It's it's like there's a plane a day. And so people were locked inside the airport for 24 hours. They put chains and and guards on the airport saying, we don't want you heading out into the island because there's nowhere for you to stay. Uh, there's nowhere for you to eat. You know, it's this little third world shit country or island. And so, yeah, the, 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 the festival did not happen. It was a disaster. And now, what is that? I don't know. I is think it's on your end, man. It it's is not on, on my end. There's the, I can't tell if it's the dog. Oh, dude, is it the stalker? Oh, oh God, you're about to get murdered stalker. on the podcast, dude. <laughs> Wait, but dude, if he murders you. You're the one who sets up the audio. Like, you're the one who uploads it. Stalker, you're going to have to take him hostage <laughs> and have him upload the audio. Otherwise, it's no, not going to go out. And I know you're a fan, Stalker. It'll be found footage later. What will happen is, you know, it'll be one of those great things, like a year from now, when the court uh, releases the transcripts of my murder, it'll get loaded up. Yeah, it'll be like, um, oh, it's that shitty movie. It was filmed in black and white. Uh, Blair Witch. It'll be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. uh, Blair Witch, the podcast. (laughs) So anyway, like, so these these dumb kids, uh, and I'm skipping one part of the story. Is a year ago they started pimping it on Instagram, and they had people like Kylie Jenner post saying, "Hey, everyone should go to this festival. It's going to be awesome." And then, like I said, it was a failure, and now these people that bought tickets are suing to get their money back. And this is that's where I said I'm torn. Nah, I get wait. they got ripped off, but it makes I me mean, happy they, they got ripped off. They should get a little off. more than their money back. If they had to, like, fucking sleep in relief tents and fucking get locked in the airport, like, yeah, they should just get a little something extra. No, yeah. I think they should go fuck themselves. I'm saying I th- because they're stupid, rich kid, punk, pussy pieces of shit that... Look, here's my... Here's my if I were a lawyer, this would be my argument. If Kylie Jenner on Instagram tells you to do something and you do it, that is your contract saying you don't deserve shit. You are too stupid to exist. So when you get ripped off, you deserve to be ripped off because you listen to Kylie Jenner on Instagram. You're dumb. Fuck off. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I don't like these people. I wouldn't be sad (laughs) if they died on this island. But I'm just saying from a legal standpoint, if you sell someone a cruise ticket and then then you lock them in a third world dungeon and you cane them (laughs) while you just scream shit at them like they're in Singapore – uh, you know, yeah, you got it. You might have to fucking throw them a few bucks, man. And that's where I'm torn. Like, I get that legally they deserve. I'm not saying their money it's not back. funny, dude. No, it's, very it's, it's funny, funny right? and I, you know. I, I'd love to see them lose, though. That's the thing. Is as much as they are in the right that they bought these tickets and got ripped off, there is a part of me that would like to see them lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, these people are definitely douchebags. But like, it's hard to go into court as a lawyer and be like, "Your Honor." Um, you're gonna no. I wanted to address the jury. I want to see the Albany State. Like, listen, throughout this trial, you're gonna hear a lot from the prosecutor about a uh, a, a malicious, misleading, uh, false advertising defendant who lied to people, had them eaten by wild animals, uh, and locked in cages. However. That shit's pretty funny. And he left that part, <laughs> and he left it out. He fucking left it out. Things should be thrown out. 
But what they're, they're not goofy. telling you Look at, they is have, they kind of had it pop. coming. Their collars are popped. <laughs> Look at them, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Their fucking collars are popped up around their necks. It's not a turtleneck. It's a collar. You fucking, they should have gotten eaten by wild animals. That's okay. it's hilarious. Let I rest my case. We don't need a cop. This is my opening and closing <laughs> statement. We don't need any of just preemptively know that I say fuck all his evidence. Shit's still funny. I don't care who he brings up. Shit's still funny. I rest my case, Your Honor. I show you this piece of evidence, my Your Honor. Uh, here is Instagram photo one of this douchebag displaying a uh, wad of $100 bills outside Daddy's Lamborghini and uh, with his collar popped. And here is Instagram picture number two of him in the fetal position on an island as wild dogs nip at his feet. Come on, just desserts. He had it coming. Your Honor, 30% of these men play lacrosse. They play <laughs> lacrosse. You know who plays lacrosse is two types of people. Douchebags and people who look up to those douchebags. The second stringers. <laughs> Fuck those people. Oh. Well, so we can sort of agree on that. Well, we're, we're, we're hitting our time. Do you want to tell us really quickly about our, your job, or do you want to hold that over till next week? Uh, yeah, I'll tell him real quick, man. Yeah. I mean, Jake's I, got I a really new job. We mentioned it in passing last week. Yeah, I, um, I, I operate soundboards at uh, SiriusXM. Yeah, we did talk about this last week. We just yeah, mentioned man. it in um, passing. You, you're like uh, news, it's like uh, us only with smart people is the way you described it. Yeah, yeah, that's how a lot of it is. Um, but there's that's the thing is like I, I just sort of figured since it's satellite and I, it's, it's recorded here in the Northeast, any kind of political stuff they had would be just really, really left leaning. But it's not, man. They have right leaning. I actually I, I um, recorded a lot of them when I record them. They're not in the studio. Um, they're like I'll be in the studio. The producer will be in the studio. A guy running the boards will be in the studio because I'm, I'm still training on that so like a lot of it's i'm just being taught and observing and stuff but um the actual host will be in another state or like they'll be in their house in long island for example and they set up a studio there but sometimes they're in the they're in the studio with us the host and i i did one uh today for a guy called david webb he actually just it's on the patriot channel he just took over uh glenn beck's spot so it's like a like a really really right wing dude, nice guy. But it's it's kind of cool getting to hear both kind of shows. Yeah. And how did you end up here? Uh, how did you, did you fill out an application, or you got a buddy that uh, said, "Hey, uh, yeah, I got I got a friend of mine. You know, she used to work there, and she she hooked me up with that, and you know." Well, cool. All right. Well, we look forward to further adventures as they happen, as much as you can tell us, and then uh, sooner or later. Uh, listeners, Jake's going to get his, us in on that. We'll, I'll set up a studio in my house, and he'll go there. And uh, we're going to take over the world, listeners. Um, Fuck yeah, man. Provided this, this, this movement starts now. Provided I don't get killed by our stalker. All right. Oh, yeah, stalker. Um, what's up? So, again, stalker, let him upload the episode. Before, before you do any of your weird Buffalo Bill shit, before you make like a Timmel suit or whatever you're going to do, uh, <laughs> let him... Let him upload the episode because I can't do that. Um, I, he's got all the equipment. There you go. And if you do want to hear us on SiriusXM and have us take over the world, then this has to get more popular. So please write positive reviews on iTunes and tell your friends to listen to us. All right. Thanks for listening to this one. Later.